Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this guy Layman? I keep hearing about this guy. Layman? I don't think so. What's has he done or made anything? He's made like a lot of of terms. He has so many terms. Oh, I know. I know some of those. Hey, wait a minute. We're live. Oh, we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. I have today some of okay. the, some of our most exciting water yet. Oh, I'm so excited. This is water from Bojangles. Uh, the famous chicken and biscuit restaurant? That's right. We Some of our uh, less civilized listeners up north. Mm, right? Yes. We have about eight listeners. I think three or four of them are in Canada. Mm. Um, some of them might not know about Bojangles. They That's sell true. chicken. Mm-hmm. They sell wet, wet ranch. And they sell water. <laughs> I'm going to try some of it here today. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Bojangles is primarily a fried chicken restaurant. Um, I enjoy their, um, what are they called? Their Supremes, their little chicken strip things. They have the three-piece Supreme dinner. You get three chicken strips. You get uh, some, some fries that I don't really like. And you get a biscuit that's real dry, but you can dip it in that wet, wet ranch to exactly. kind of moisten it up. And... In addition to that, you get some of this fine water, which I have to say is uh, cold, it's cold, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had a piece of chicken in my mouth, this is the water I would like to accompany it down my gullet. Yeah. I like this water. I'm becoming disillusioned with our water review <laughs> segment. <laughs> really? Even though, you know. That's every, kind of the premise of the podcast I know. Here. It's worrying me because I'm like, we can't not do this part. But also, like, we've run out of things to say about water. Like, maybe we need to come up. We need an idea of something more interesting to say about the water. Um, I mean, what, we could like, just expand it to all liquid. That's, that's all that in a glass of liquid. What about if there were one historical figure, alive or dead, you could share this Bojangles water with? Who would it be? I would share this with uh, Augustus Caesar. Okay. And that way, when he's stabbed on the Senate floor, all this Bojangles water can come flowing out of him. Ah, uh, yeah. And then they'll be so distracted by this delicious Bojangles water, they'll start lapping it up off the ground, uh-huh. and he'll have time to escape. Exactly. He'll yeah. change the course of history. How many stab wounds did he have? Like twenty-seven. He's only going to get like three, four in this in this timeline. Yeah. Which uh, probably is still lethal. I would share this with uh, Walt Disney. How many thirsty points are we giving this water? We're giving this water, I think, about four thirsty points, which seems to be the standard for me. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll do, I'll do that, too. It's another four thirsty points. All right. Well, we're, that, on a, we're on a roll. Yeah. I went on a bit of an AI uh, kick last night. Okay. Um, we talking chat GPT? We're talking chat GPT, baby. I hate okay. chat GPT. So this... Oh, kill, really? I'm going to kill it. Oh, I'm going to kill ChatGPT. <laughs> the first AI murder. <laughs> Do you think he'd be prosecuted? Uh, yeah, but the lawyer is going to be ChatGPT, so it's going to fucking suck. Oh. It's gonna, I'm going to get off. They're going to they're going to I'm going to put it in jail even though it's the prosecution. Wait, we're so going to flip this one around. You kill Jet Chat GPT, but of course yeah. it is an AI, it's so it didn't a, really die. It's just an algorithm somebody has written somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, I can't effectively kill it. You could so you could break into their house and delete all the code. Yeah, but I'm gonna go in there. It's gonna be a robot, and it's it's gonna say some shit about 
it's gonna it's gonna tell me bad advice for Dark Souls. <laughs> wait, the, wait. So there's a ro- there's a robot that create that's sitting there. That's like a humanoid type robot that created the AI program Chat GPT. It's gonna be you know in the Dark Knight, you know in the film The Dark Knight. Uh huh. When he's going to rescue Rachel, and then it's like Harvey Dent's there. Uh huh. And then it gets blown up. Uh huh. It's like that. But if there was also a robot Joker there, oh! So there's gonna be like my mom tied to a chair, and Chat B- GPT has rigged a bunch of a bunch of bombs, but also it made a robot Joker. Um, and then that's gonna kind of go down. <laughs> Is there also a regular Joker? Is it like <laughs> Heath Ledger? You want to know how I got these scars? And then also like a. Do you want to know how I got these scars? Yeah, but then they're like, which one's the real one, Batman? <laughs> they think I'm Batman. And I'm like, guys, you got the you got the wrong person. I'm just here to kill Chat GPT. <laughs> so I, I got on this I got on this uh Chat GPT kick last night. Uh-huh. And it started with uh Tom Scott's latest video he posted less than twenty four hours ago from when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Uh, called I tried using AI, it scared me. And basically he talks about how he used AI to write code to solve a problem that he had. Now mm-hmm. I don't I don't write code. I don't know how to write code. <gasps> it's very confusing to I me. Write code. Yeah, you you know how to write my code. My expertise. I was very excited that my expertise could help. Oh yeah. Uh, have you used ChatGPT to write any code? No, I've I've tried to write a program that can kill it, <laughs> but it, <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> you, you were using ChatGPT to. Write a program to kill Chat GPT. Yeah, and that didn't. That you're you're telling me that it didn't want to do that. It uh, it's a, you know kind of an unstoppable force versus an immovable object. So just like Batman and the Joker. Exactly, exactly the same. I have this paper I, I'm writing, right? Yeah, and it's focused. It has to be focused on a military innovation at some point in history. Ooh. So I chose the Russian Streltsy. Uh, okay. Uh, that we all, we, you know, we all know them. We all love them. Yeah. Uh, you for know, the, for the layman's in the audience, could you could you elaborate on what that is? Most certainly. Uh, the str- the Streltsy were a uh, Russian unit um, that uh, primarily used Harkbusier. They were Harkbusiers, um, which are a type of unit that uses Hark buses, uh, which is uh, kind of in in very basic terms, it's like a shittier musket. Really, is what it is. Okay. Um, and yeah, and they kind of they were very they uh they started around the the reign of Ivan the Terrible. Oh jeez. Um, and they ended around the time of Peter the Great, right? And they were very ingrained in Russian society. It was hereditary, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Um, so there is. And this, for, for, we he gave us a list of, of innovations we could do, and I decided, you know what, I'm not going to use the list. I'm going to make it harder for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is it has been very difficult to find resources uh, on the Russian Streltsy. I have yeah. found them, um, but I decided after watching Tom Scott's video that hey, maybe I could use ChatGPT oh, to God. help me find this, some of my sources. Right? I think this is plagiarism. No, no, no. No, no, no. I wasn't asking it to write my paper. I was saying, hey, can you find me some sources? Just like a search engine type deal. Exactly. Q, Q, Q. Okay. QAnon. Uh, yep, I asked ChatGPT to find QAnon, and he's here with us today. Come on in, Q. Hey. That's oh, me, Q. Hi, Q. I'm the world's highest government official. 
I'm above, I'm above Biden, I'm above Trump, I'm above the Dolly fucking llama. Hey, um, listen, Q, I really miss those uh, Dippin' Dot uh, things that used to be everywhere. Yeah. Can you Could you bring those back for us? Dippin' Dots are not the ice cream of the future. What? They lied to you. What? Those are, they're the ice cream of the past. No. You gotta move on. It's not possible. I'm gonna, there's gonna be a cue drop tonight. It's gonna give you a recipe for the real ice cream of the future. I don't want it. I don't want the real ice cream of the future. You gotta, you gotta accept this. I want to be on the space station eating Dippin' Dots. Please, you, please. Don't use them on the, there's no space station. What? No. They lied about that, too. No. It was just a ploy to sell more of the bullshit Dippin' Dots. No! Okay, so I asked ChatGPT <laughs> to find me some sources on the Russian Stelzi, right? And immediately, it gave me a few, right? First source it gave me, the Stelzi Uprising and the Reign of Peter the Great, the Journal of Modern History, Volume 65, Number 4, whatever, whatever. So I go to the Journal of Modern History. Mm-hmm. I go to Volume Number 65. Is that I what it said? go to, do? to Number 4, yes. I go to pages 745 to 770. Okay. It's just not there. Yeah. None of these sources it gave me exists. It made them all up. Every single huh. one of them. Yeah. Interesting. And it was really annoying because I was like, oh, great. I don't have to do any research. I can just use all these sources it gave me. But no, I, I do actually have to do work for this, uh, for this paper. I read an interesting article on ChatGPT the other day, actually. Yeah. We coincidentally did a lot of ChatGPT work this week um, about how it works as like a language uh, compression model, Mm. or it's working off a compressed version of the web, of all the text on the web, and then it's, when you give it a prompt, it's searching through that, and then uh, uncompressing it. And that's how it does the natural language stuff because it has like the the keywords and everything and then it's uncompressing that and putting natural language inside of it. So that means it's really bad at numbers because when numbers get compressed down, it's not saving those individually. Mm. So like that book might exist, but all the page numbers could be wrong because it's like doesn't. Because if you if it tried to compress every number on the internet, it would you know it would be too that would be too large. That'd be over over mm. a couple terabytes even. <laughs> that would oh, be yeah. one, that would be over several gigabytes. How far do you think we are from like from AI taking over uh, what we do here? When when do you think we're listening to the first AI podcast? I don't <laughs> know. I'm sure somebody's somebody's made that of like Chat GPT or another language model has has made a podcast, but it probably sucks. Yeah. Because it's like, um, the article made an interesting point of they're not using chat, well, it's GPT-3 right now. They're not using GPT-3 to train GPT-4. Mm. They're using real human language to train GPT-4 that they find on the internet, and they're making sure anything from GPT-3 is getting filtered out because it's not good. Because <laughs> it's like oh. a slightly war. It's like when you take a, a, a picture and you compress it into a JPEG multiple times and it gets worse every time, like ChatGPT is compression one of human language. And if you put that into GPT-4, it would get more and more compressed. Right. So if you could use output from an AI to train a new AI Mm -hmm. for language processing, that could be like it's equal to the quality of, of human thought. 
But oh. right, I don't know. Right now, it's it's proven to not wait, be. Wait, say that again? Equal to human thought? Yeah, or at least it's, I mean, obviously it's not coming up with any original thoughts. And it's not understanding the topics. Mm-hmm. That's, this is, this is getting too technical for well, me to be able to express. Sure. But there yeah. was like a, the idea, the dream ideal of language compression is to understand the topics you're talking about. Because then you don't need to save the language about like the the article use the example of like physics. If you're saving the Wikipedia article for physics and you actually understand it, you don't need to save all the text because you could reproduce like, oh yeah, force equals mass times acceleration. And you just know that. So you don't need the whole paragraph on what that is because it can explain it on its own without the need of, of text input. But right now it can't do that. So it doesn't actually understand what it's saying. It's just rewording. Uh, text it's found right but are, are we close to robots or ai understanding having an actual understanding of it i don't know can it's hard it's hard to say because whenever we reach a new point in ai we decide it's not ai anymore like actual intelligence because like i don't know people would have called like alexa actual <laughs> intelligence like yeah. 20 years ago and now it's like super obvious what's going on there if we build a computer fully working human brain, maybe we could get there. But I'm not sure. I also don't really – I haven't studied AI at all. I hate it. You hate it? Yeah, I've actually avoided – like I've had opportunities to, to work in that field, and I said no. Hey, some of my best friends are AI, okay? Don't don't talk like that, please. I'm coming for them next. Chat, I, I went for the king first. That was my mistake. Chat GPT was too strong. Yeah. I needed to go for like – that one, that one Twitter bot that makes AI art. Oh yeah, I should have, I should have taken that thing out. Now AI art is interesting to me because I don't like do art and my handwriting. Like I don't have what is that called? Like there, there are people who have like good, I guess hand eye coordination where they can like actually draw shit and have it look good. <laughs> I can, people who know how to draw. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that uh, uh-huh. at all. Even kind of, I can do little doodles, but I wouldn't show them to anyone. Yeah, uh, which is why AI art is so interesting to me because uh, it's a robot and it it can it can draw better than me, you know. Yeah, there's a. I'm super deep on Twitter in the in the anti AI art space. Yeah, just because I follow a lot of artists on Twitter and a lot of real artists hate AI art because it's compressing existing art. And then taking aspects of it and reproducing it and filling in the gaps. Yeah. So like it's essentially plagiarizing art sure, yeah. from other people without credit. So that's yeah. why everyone hates it at the moment. Uh, not everybody, but that's why I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And it's annoying to me because it's I I want to be impressed by all this stuff, but just the way it's being used and the way people talk about it mm-hmm. of being like the future when they don't acknowledge that it's it's just kind of standing on the shoulders of people doing actual work. Mm-hmm. is frustrating to me. So it's less exciting to me than it would be. Now, uh, the really interesting thing, and this is what I think, and I, I, don't, I know even less about AI than you do probably, but the exciting thing to me about AI mm-hmm. is its use in translation services. That right? is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it can, it can translate for tone. It can translate like complex shit. And I don't know, it's, it's, just, it's interesting because this like – Within our lifetime, I think the language barriers of the world might be uh, crumbling, right? We might be able to talk to someone from 
uh, I don't know, China, who knows no English, I, I know no Mandarin, uh, we might be able to communicate like easily in the next 20, 30 years. And I think that that is really amazing. Yeah. And that's super feasible because that's like applying a set of rules. And the hard part is is knowing the set of rules for every language. But that's mm-hmm. something AI is very good at, would be compressing that amount of knowledge. Um, yeah. And, then, you know, shame for translators. <laughs> I mean. They've probably noticed a downturn in work already. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, with the recent technological advancements. And that's that's the nature of uh, the world, I think. Jobs come and go, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. A few hundred years ago, we would have uh, probably been out working the fields, but, you know, and we now, don't have to anymore. we all learn to code. <laughs> exactly. Go learn. To, if you're a translator right now, go learn to code. Yeah. Don't do that. Go buy a gun. I asked ChatGPT to write me a sketch of oh. 17 <laughs> characters. Okay. The only character... There's only one character, I think, that has two lines. Okay. <laughs> and two of the characters are a dog and a cat. Let's go. Okay. Could it, could it, can we do a table read of the sketch? Yeah. Let's just let's just do it, like, switch off, <laughs> I guess, because there's 17 characters. Okay. This okay. is, is going to be really hard. Hang on. Scene. <laughs> me... Karen is getting ready for a big date with Tim when she realizes her new haircut is a disaster. Chaos ensues as she desperately tries to fix it with the help and hindrance of her friends. Coworkers and neighbors. That's not how you write, like a scene opener. That's a like, plot summary. <laughs> well, well uh, that this is this is the best Chat GPT has to offer this in terms is a of its comedy. Script? Yeah, Karen is staring at herself in the mirror, horrified. Oh my God, my hair! It's ruined. Jessica, what's wrong? Karen, it's supposed to be a lob. Yep, it says lob, <laughs> but it looks like a mullet. Tim entering. Hey, you look great. Karen, panicking. No, no, I can't go out like this. (laughs) Maybe you should embrace the 80s vibe. Let me fix it. Lisa. Lisa's new here. I don't know, boss. (laughs) Samantha, overhearing. What's going on? Brian, following. Is everything okay? (laughs) Marcus, entering. Karen, I need those reports by tomorrow. (laughs) I thought this was in someone's bedroom and set it off. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Olivia. What's that? What's that? Olivia's also entering. Sorry to re- interrupt, but... Todd entering. Hey, what's up? It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole cloud car of people coming in. <laughs> okay, Chad. It's Chad's line now. <laughs> okay, Chad is following Todd. Oh, great. The hair emergency has attracted a crowd. Finally, somebody mentions it. Jake entering. Pizza delivery for... <laughs> Whoa, what happened to your hair? <laughs> Miss Jenkins poking her head in. Is everything all right, dear? Miss J- Mr. Johnson grumbling. Come on, Martha, let's go. <laughs> the dog. Woof, 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 woof. Woof, woof, woof. The cat. <laughs> meow. Oh, meowing indignantly. Excuse me. <laughs> meow. <laughs> Karen covers her face with her hands and as chaos erupts around her. Karen, sighing. I guess this is what they mean by a bad hair day. <laughs> it's pretty. Can we put that on? Huh? Can we do Can we do that? We don't have 17 people, but we yeah, could, sure. We could do some quick costume changes. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not bad. It has a punchline, so <laughs> I don't know. It's something. <laughs> Just like the... It'd be better with 17 people on stage, though. It would. I like the obscene number of yeah. <laughs> characters. 
And this isn't, I, I specifically asked for 17 people, to be clear. It didn't just do this. Yeah, I um, like I like that a lot. I yeah. like I like the pizza delivery line. That's a, You know what? That's upset me a little bit because now I feel like we're, our sketch writing careers might be, might be, have a limited lifespan. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're going to be out of a job here. Uh, I think, okay, it, my, my thing is if AI can become funny and it can become like really funny, mm-hmm. like that would be kind of perfect, right? Because then you could just be like, oh, write me a, write me a joke about this. Like you could curate the humor you consume to your exact type of humor. Yeah. Right. Um, can you ask it to uh, write a segment for the All That in a Glass of Water podcast? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna say, "Hey, Chat GPT, can you write us a short segment?" All right, let's see what it gives us. <clears throat> of course. What topic would you like the segment to be about? Um, can we do Batman versus the Joker? Okay, this is boring. So now I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask it to make it uh, like rhyme or something. What if you what if you say it's a funny one? What if you say it's got lots of jokes? I said, okay, now make it rhyme and funny. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's a short segment and that rhymes and adds a humorous twist twist to the Batman versus Joker rivalry. <laughs> Welcome to our show where we'll make this iconic battle rhyme and flow. Batman the Dark Knight, strong and bright, fights for justice, never out of sight. With his gadgets and intelligence, he always wins the fight. And in Gotham City, he's the beacon of light. But wait, who's that laughing, causing a ruckus? It's the Joker with his purple suit and a face that's quite monstrous. He's unpredictable, and his sque- schemes are quite obnoxious. But hey, that's what <laughs> makes him so damn attractive. <laughs> Their rivalry is intense. With each other, they're obsessed. Batman thinks he's the best, but the Joker won't let him rest. It's good versus evil, sanity versus madness. In Gotham City, there's no shortage of sadness. But you know what's funny? What really takes the cake? It's the way they're alike. It's almost like they're mates. Both of them are lonely with their own sense of fate. Maybe they should stop fighting and just go on a date. <laughs> so there you have it. Batman versus the Joker in a funny twist. Their battles may be epic, but we can't resist. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you had a blast. Until next time, this is our show. Now it's time to sign off at last. And that's all for today's episode of All That in a Glass of Water. But It's kind of fun. Yeah. I like you know what really takes the cake. It's the way they're alike because that's so true. Yeah. About Batman and the Joker. Yeah. Chat GPT really hit on something deep there, it I think. Did. About a hundred-year-old DC character Batman. I like how in this, in this script you kind of come in and really just undermine. <laughs> like we're trying to, make a, trying to make a deep point about how really – Batman and the Joker fight, but they're it's more about how they're the same in a, in a way. And you're like, why don't they just fucking kiss? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, we haven't seen that in the in the Batman films. We uh, that would be that would be interesting. Batman and the Joker kissing. Batman and the what if Batman and the Joker, Bruce Wayne and I don't know who's the Joker when he's not the Joker. That man's long gone. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> so that's so true. Um, <laughs> Maybe the Joker's secret identity and Bruce Wayne—they can go on a date, and that can be like a, like a subplot or something. Like they don't realize, oh, they don't realize they're going on a date with their mortal enemy, you know? Oh, they do like a wait a minute. Okay, it's the Valentine's Day special, everybody. Yeah. Blind date with Batman and the Joker. Here we go. All right. 
Is it Bruce Wayne or is it Batman? It's it's Bruce Wayne. Okay. Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Hey. Are you ready for a date, Bruce? It's uh <laughs> It's Jonker, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's me, Jonker. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Jonker. I'm Bruce Wayne. It's good to meet you, Bruce. How's here we are at the restaurant. What what you what are you drinking tonight, Jonker? Oh, I already drank eight glasses of water and I'm I'm fixing to drink another twelve by the end of the night. How about you? Bet I mean I mean Bruce. You, uh, yeah, it's just Bruce. Nothing to do with bats. Have some of this bread, Bruce. Okay, Jonker. What's that all over your what's that kind of white powder all over your hands, Jonker? It's just, it's just my my special sugar, Joker <laughs> or ba- I I mean Bat Bruce Batman B- Bruce Wayne what? Batman Wait. Bruce. <laughs> Wait, well, who who said anything about a Batman? And also the Joker. Hmm? What? I don't know who that guy is. No, and neither do I. We know we all everyone in Gotham knows Joker, known terrorist, and Batman, the hero of the streets, and uh, my favorite. Of the Justice League, but I don't know why we're talking about them right now when we're just trying to enjoy this nice, uh, this nice blind date. Yes, yes. Have some of the bread, Batman. Eat it. <laughs> you seem to think I'm Batman, but that's I'm not. It's Pinky Promise. No Batman here. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. But I'll eat this bread because I feel a real chemistry between us. Yeah. 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 What? I'm, oh, I'm feeling kind of dizzy, Jonker. Something's wrong. Lay down, Bruce. Oh, okay, Jonker. I trust you. It's okay. Jonker's got you. Jonker will take care of you. Jonker, what's that bulge I feel in your pants? It's okay, Bruce. You'll you'll know once you're back in your bat cave. What? You. I I'd know that bulge anywhere. It's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so you found me, Batman. How, how did you? I was I'm supposed to. Where's the? What'd you do with the Joker? <laughs> what'd you What'd you do with Joker? Joker? Where is he? <laughs> Joker was here once, but the Joker took over. Joker's gone now. You'll pay for this, Joker. Come back come back to my place, 3 a.m. I've got a surprise waiting for you. The the Batmobile bursts through the wall, and I do a flip, and I jump in, and then I drive away. Ah, it's Batman. Straight through the I'll get room. you. <laughs> All right, it's 3 a.m. We're in the Batcave. Batman. Hello, Batman. <laughs> Hello, Batman. Stop being Batman. Is that you, Joker? It's me. It's me, the Joker, yeah. Come on in, Joker. Hey, Batman. I have... Oh, this is a a nice place you got here. Yeah. You got a big computer over there? I don't have one of those. I'd like one of those. I've got got something to show you on that big computer. Why don't you you stand next to me here? All right. All right, Batman. What is it? Show me. Boop. This is... I asked my custom AI, BatGPT, to write... Uh, to write us a, a little story about us kissing. Oh, Batman! I didn't know you felt this way about me. 
why don't we... I can't tell if the story is any good, Joker. I think we need to act it out to give it a test run. You're right. Okay, I'll be. I'll play. I'll play Joker. You be the Batman. I wanted to be Alfred. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait. I. I have my son Damian Wayne here to play the bat, Batman. Okay, Damian. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be Joker. You be Batman, and Batman will be Alfred. Okay, okay Joker. I'm ready. Batman. Yes, Joker. Your dark ears glisten in the night. They are so pretty, I I would like to touch them. Okay, go for it, Joker. Here here they are. Oh my gosh. These ears, they they make me feel so so sensual, Batman. Joker, shut up and shut up and smooch me. You're right. <sighs> Tea, anyone? <laughs> And <laughs> Judge, Judge GPT isn't coming for it. It couldn't come up with something like no, that. No, we're good. No, we're fucking fine. Yeah. We could talk about our favorite dark rides. Favorite dark rides? All right. I don't know. If, I don't know if you share my passion for dark rides. Well, what what are dark rides? What is that? Dark mean? dark rides are uh, rides at theme parks that are indoors. Uh, Space Mountain type rides. Space Mountain's more of a roller coaster. You can have dark ride roller coasters, but the, generally the focus is on scenes and sets oh. and events going on that you look at instead of the thrill of the movement. Is this... So um, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Uh, Splash Mountain. Uh, well, what are, what are your thoughts on dark rides that you wanted to bring to the table today? Well, we were talking yesterday about making our own dark ride, and that just got me really excited, and I was thinking about all the stuff I would put in a dark ride. Oh. Because I like, I would want, okay, there's going to be a scene. Mm-hmm. You go around the corner. It's all right. We're making the all that in a glass of water dark ride. The best things on dark rides are themed cues. Mm-hmm. Number one, most important thing is the is cue fine. has to be in theme. Yeah. Number two, most important thing is a boat. It does have to be in water. Number three, most important thing. Okay. Lots and lots of animatronics. The more, the merrier. Mm-hmm. So. No, we should design our own dark ride. I think that would be fun. That would be a okay. fun exercise. Um, Here we go. <coughs> cue design. Yeah. So let's get, well. First, let's come up with an overall plot. My favorite type of dark ride is when you're helping your favorite characters do something. Yeah. Like in it, oh sure that happens in Harry Potter, Forbidden so Journey. It should be Spider-Man. us. You're going on an adventure with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. The the riders. Yeah. Have to travel through. Uh, we made a joke so good, everyone laughed at the same time. North Carolina into space, <laughs> the it, entire state. Yeah, it broke it up from from the Appalachian Mountains to the Outer Banks. Yeah, and so it it broke it up, and it's kind of forming its own like little asteroid belt of North Carolina landmarks, mm. and we're lost in there. <laughs> And the riders are tasked with help getting us out of the space North Carolina maze. <laughs> right. So is the goal to bring North Carolina back into the contiguous United States? That'd be good. We can put this. We can put this in Carowinds, which is a, oh yeah, there we go. A North Carolina and South Carolina theme park. Might as well make it just the whole Carolinas in space. Though. Yeah, and yeah. then it can be like you get in, and then in the queue, while you're in the queue, you go into space. So there will be like stuff. Show there there will be statues of like the ground being ripped up and being sucked into space, and there's one room where you're like looks like you're floating through the stars. 
and then on the ride trying to get it back and then at the end as you're when you get off you're back in carolina and for all you know this all really happened while you were in that building <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's the beauty of these rides right it, it kind of uh consumes your reality for the period yes, in which you're on them exactly um i think the start of the queue like the first section will break it up into like a little it'll somehow be divided yeah there will, there will be like glass walls between these sections right and there's the a is what i'm imagining important in queue design is that you don't show the entire queue especially right. for dark rides when it's themed because people don't know how much they have to wait oh yes okay so yeah it's gonna be a whole bunch of different of course, small rooms a whole bunch because uh, I mean uh, this is uh, we're gonna have a like at least three or four hours line oh, for yeah. a ride I assume on there's, opening day at least. There's a fast pass, but the trick is with the fun one with this one is it's slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to. It's like the queue will be shorter because fewer people have the fast pass, but it's six miles <laughs> to get from the entrance to the fast pass like to the ride start. You're gonna you're so gonna like, need a glass of water by the time you yeah. get to the actual ride. Oh, that'll be fun, kind of in theme. There's water stations throughout. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm I'm imagining the first part of the queue is like just us talking like this, like we're having a good time, we're making jests, whatever, and then yeah. they like move to the next section. The idea for going in the ride, all the mm-hmm. theming outside. Well, the theme it will reveal it just to draw people in, but then the idea of you're going in just to be on the show, mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. in, the, in the in the Aerosmith ride. Yeah, it's like you're hey guys, come be on a guest on the show. Exactly. And yeah. then we tell a killer joke in one of the rooms, <laughs> and <then> everybody <laughs>, laughs. And then the, you know that's the, that's what they call the cataclysm. Yeah. Is it gonna be like we're we're grouping like there's a group of people and they're moving from one room to the next that, until they finally get to the end. So I they're like fought, all of them are in on the story together. Yeah. Right? yeah. You have several pre-show rooms. Yeah. We group in. Everybody gets in. Doors close behind them. Something happens in that room, doors open, move on. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Okay. And the first room is just, um, it's like where everyone is before you get into the actual, like where the the story starts. It's just, we're playing episodes, classic episodes of all that in a glass of water. Just (laughs) the greatest hits playlist, really. Yeah, Um, yeah. And then you move to the next room. uh, uh, We tell a joke and then the room like goes dark. Let's let's come up with a joke now. Okay. This is the the, the space... Sending joke. I think, you know, you could just play the Joker kissing scene, but we need something new. We need something for the brand ride new. All to right. draw people um, in. Hey, Lily. Yeah, Trevor? Uh, how many frogs does it take to run a marathon? <laughs> I don't know, Trevor. How many frogs? Um. God, I should have thought this through more. <laughs> There's a joke somewhere there. Hang on, give me a second. Let me think. How many frogs does it take to run a marathon? What about? Why do French people run marathons faster? Uh, why do French people run marathons faster, Lily? They got frog legs. Hey! Wait! <laughs> what? What's happening? I'm getting... I'm getting a reading here. Holy! It wh- says North Carolina is going into space oh, from all God. the laughter. There's too much laughter, guys. You got to stop laughing. The please joke stop. wasn't. The joke wasn't that funny. It guys. wasn't please. that funny. No. It wasn't that funny. No. Guys. Please, no, don't no. do it. Okay, we're in space. Next room. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then yeah, okay. That's that's the end of that. Where everyone moves on to the next one, and it's yeah. like dark. They walk through the stars a little bit. Yeah, and then they see. 
Um, should it just, should this be the start of the ride? Should they get? Should we enter ride cars now? Yeah, we're entering <laughs> we're entering ride cars now. Um, yeah, and then maybe like half of them get you, half of them get me. Oh yeah, we could be like the host <laughs> of the sitting in the back of the car. We're in every car, like <laughs> us, for real. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one. It's they can, it can only hold hold like sixty riders an hour. Because we have to be present for every like four, uh-huh. four minute ride, and we're we're like working too. Like we're really we have a full script and everything. Yeah, we're and we, uh, we're putting our heart into this project. It's a four. Every seat has four person capacity. There's four cars, uh, but we do have to take one of them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's only three. <laughs> Wait. So. Wait, it's how many people a car, and then we're taking one of them? It's supposed to be four, but, like, we're one. So, like, for a party, it's three people can get in. Right. Um, three. It's four, and then we're taking – oh, we're taking one of them. We're taking one of the right. four. Okay. We yeah, just yeah, – we yeah. sit right next to somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, like, we're in their photos at the end, and then we'll be like, hey, you, f- you found us. We got to go find Trevor and or Lily and reunite. So we can bring North Carolina back to Earth. Yeah. Roll out. We also, we're in a spaceship. We brought spaceships too. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. the and, ride vehicle. And that's, is that the plot? They have to bring us back together. Like we were separated by getting sent into space. And yeah. the only way to bring us back to Earth is for us to like touch hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. We're back. It can be like the t- two cars go different directions. Uh-huh. It's a different ride experience every time because you, well, one of two times. Yeah. Because you get either Trevor or Lily and we both have totally different journeys and then the two cars can meet together and then we actually have to touch hands and if we miss, like that, they're stuck in the ride forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. They're stu- they just have to wander like the back, um, like the, the service section of the ride. Yeah. Uh, for the rest of their lives, and then the real meat of the ride is like it's ba- it's a, uh, it is water. They're spaceships in water, mm-hmm. and you're going around, and there's a bunch of hills where you're like, oh no, it's the Charlotte Motor Speedway. Look out! <laughs> and it flies at you, and then you got a duck underneath. <laughs> yeah, just various <laughs> North Carolina, um, <laughs> uh, famous. Uh, th- oh, Chimney Rock! Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> the, the entire ride is just <laughs> we, we name a landmark and we say watch out <laughs> guys hey hey be careful it's it's the uh, rare leatherback sea turtle known for swimming along the North Carolina coast watch out hey, they're very rare don't touch them oh no they're in space they died they can't breathe out here no oh no it's all of the wild horses from the outer banks look out <laughs> They're stampeding towards us. <laughs> that could be a fun little like. Sh- yeah. The, the the ship does a little turn there. This is only going to be entertaining for people who live in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. It's most of our listeners. Yeah. Let's. Oh no! It's the. It's the it's the drunken poles from the Halifax Harbor. I don't I don't know that a one. Little, that's a little one for our Halifax audience. There, you guys know <laughs> what it is. Oh yeah. Um. Governor Roy Cooper, can you help us? <laughs> Governor Roy Cooper. It's actual Governor Roy Cooper. You saved abortion in North Carolina. You got to bring it back to Earth now. <laughs> we should have to ask you of this. You, ask this of you. You've done so much for us, but please, you got to you got to help us get back to Earth. Um, and he'll tell you where the other one is. He says like not 
not a problem, friends. It's me, Roy Cooper. Trevor is over. Trevor's over by the Bojangles Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, reach out. Grab one of the chicken supremes. They're good to eat. <laughs> watch out for the the wet ranch. Watch watch out for the wet ranch. Whoa! <laughs> it's actual ranch. It splashes them. It's a splash. There's one seat that's the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> they get covered in ranch. <laughs> and then at the end, there's a t-shirt that's like, I got ranched on Trevor, Trevor, all that, a glass of water, Trevor Lily's Big Space Adventure. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. What's, wow. What's the ride title? We need a really catchy title. Mm, I don't know, because I, I don't really know what the title, I don't pay attention to the titles of rides that much, unless it's like Splash Mountain or a famous one. Yeah, everybody just calls it like, no one, no one calls it Harry, Harry Potter's Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Or like the Wizarding World Forbidden Journey, they're just like, oh, you want to go on the Harry Potter ride? Yeah. You want to go on Jurassic Park? So people just call it, oh, you want to go on all that in a glass of water? And the, the the slang for it around the park is, hey, you wanna you wanna grab a glass of water? <laughs> and that means that you want to ride the ride. Yeah. There's also, this is not part of the title. There is a a restaurant. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite thing in theme parks. It's a restaurant with a window that looks into the ride. Oh. And you can watch you can watch people going through. You can watch the Roy Cooper scene over and over specifically. Yeah. We only serve water in the restaurant though. Yeah, it's called it. it's called Roy Cooper's hydration station. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Hell yeah. Carowinds, uh please give us an email. Um this will make you a lot of money. Uh we do have listeners across the United States, uh, mm-hmm. even across North America. Yeah. Um, so you're by by adding us to your theme park, you're gonna bring in a lot of foreign business. And we're we are we're gonna work this open to close every day for free. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent free. Yeah. Um, we're gonna qu- drop out of college. We're gonna quit our jobs. Right. Uh, we're dedicated to this theme park ride. We um, only ask that you get us Roy Cooper because he does have to be there as a real actor as well. Yes, he <laughs> whole, does. All day, every day. Roy Cooper all the will time. be there. I, oh my gosh. You gotta, you, Trevor just whipped out a like, super labeled book. Yeah. Well, I was uh, okay. I was studying the other day in the library, mm-hmm. um, as I do. Um, and, you know, I was getting a little bored. I was getting a little antsy. Uh, so I'm walking around the stacks, as I often do. Yep. And I came across this book of 100 renaissance jokes oh my yes? gosh you got it i didn't even know you could take books out of the library <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can you, you can actually you can check out as many books from the library as you want i have no joke like 12 books checked out right what now the heck yeah i think you're the first person I've, I've ever known at this university to use the library for really? its intended purpose oh no i i check out there's so many interesting books just so much random stuff you can find um including this one okay so before I, we start reading some of these jokes, mm-hmm. it's important to note uh, that in the Renaissance, there is no clear distinction in, re- in Renaissance terms uh, that can be drawn between wit, facetier, I don't know if I said that right, and wisdom, uh, sententia. Uh, the German wits can mean both, and for both Petrarch, okay, who cares? Um, I know Petrarch. Yeah, he, he wrote some of these jokes <gasps> I'm about to read. Um Actually, well, if he may have written some of them. He may have just copied them and put them in. Oh, my fucking things. joke thief. I know, that bastard. Yeah, um, it's like the Joker. There is material here mm. for students of Renaissance history, 
art history, anti-Semitism, anti-feminism, and two knucklehead 17-year-olds. So this first joke, this is the first recorded elephant joke that we know of. <gasps> okay. I think I might know this one. <laughs> a man was timidly offering Augustus Caesar a petition, and because he was in awe of Caesar's presence, he kept holding out his right hand and then pulling it back again. Do you imagine, said Augustus, that you are giving a coin to an elephant? Uh, okay. It took a little while, I guess, for the elephant joke genre to really grow into what it is today. Yeah. Um, no, I had, I, maybe I have heard that one and there's a reason I didn't remember <laughs> it. Because <laughs> what, <laughs> what does that, what does that oh, mean, oh, Caesar? Oh. There's a footnote. Okay. Um, and as was a Roman copper coin of a, a very small value, no version of this joke, uh, explains why anyone would offer a coin to an elephant. But my colleague, Fernand Marty, remembers from his childhood in France that visitors did give small coins to elephants, apparently to annoy them and to provoke them into throwing back the coins in disgust. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Elephants, surprising dexterity to be able to pick up and throw a coin. It also feels like it could be going really fast. They're strong creatures. That's true. We established in All Out in Glass Water Episode 2 that you couldn't fight one, even. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. No. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't give a coin to an elephant. I, I wish I had a prehensile nose, you know? Like, why, why did we have to evolve hands? Why yeah. couldn't we have evolved the nose like the elephant? A rather thoughtless friar was preaching to the people at Tivoli, attacking and execrating adultery at great, great length. Among other things, he said adultery was such a dreadful sin that he would rather take ten virgins than one married woman. Many of those present would have shared his preference. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't we all, though? So true. Unless you're into MILFs, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Many of those present would have shared his preference, except for those who were really into MILFs. Wow. Oh. Poggio was such a, uh, such a wise man. A certain man was complaining that because he had given his wife an expensive gown, every time they slept together, it cost him more than a gold piece. His wife replied, that's your fault, for if you slept with me often enough, it would cost you only a bronze piece. <laughs> oh. I don't understand. His, his wife charges him for sex, mm. and she looks hotter now because she has hotter clothes, so she charges more. But if he did it more frequently, he would get a discount. No. Is my f- interpretation of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't this isn't a direct transfer of of money. This is like he's dividing the cost of the gown by each sex that they've had, right? But he already paid it all. Yeah, but he like it's this is a very transact. The, the, this couple has some issues they need to work out. It's oh, a very yeah. transactional relationship. Um, so, and the wife is saying that uh, if they had more sex. Um, the cost of the gown per sex would be less. Okay. so they, It's actually a really funny joke, um, so and they, you just don't get it. At the store, there was a, like, pay-as-you-go <laughs> system. But yeah. there were, like, every... Kinda like, layaway, yeah. Yeah, every time you have sex in this in this gown, mm-hmm. you're going to pay a little bit until it's paid off. And he's... He signed up for that cost already. Yeah. You saw the price going in. He just it wasn't able to do the math. And now his wife can't do math either because just because you're paying a little bit less does not mean it's less overall. The yeah. main issue this couple has is bad math skills. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess so. All right, do you want to read this next joke? Wisdom and folly is what it's called. You know it. This is a quick one. Okay. Wisdom and folly. 
a certain man told King Alfonso that he had finally found a wise man. How, replied the king, can a fool recognize a wise man? Oh, hell, burn. <laughs> I like One of the like oldest recorded burns in history. It's just like, um, yeah, but who? Who asked, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> um, that joke was from Pana, Panormita. Thank you, Panormita. The Neapolitan humanist. Um, Thank you, Neapolitan humanist. Aren't we all, though? So true. <laughs> this one's called An Obstinate Old Woman. A sullen, bad-tempered, and grouchy old woman, whose name was Mrs. Worthy, went up to communion to receive the blessed host, and the priest said to her, as is customary, Repeat after me, Lord, I am not worthy. The old woman replied, But I say, Father, that I am worthy. Come on, said the priest, repeat what I tell you. Lord, I am not worthy. I am not going to tell a lie, replied the woman. You say to me, you say you want me to say that I am not worthy, and I tell you that I am Mrs. Worthy. But still the priest said, This is what your priest and spiritual father commands you to say. Lord, I am not worthy. Don't tell me this, said the woman. I am never going to say it, because it would be a sin, and there was no way to make her say it. Thus sometimes these women are so obstinate and eccentric that they would rather die than change their minds. This woman, God smited this woman because she wouldn't say, Lord, I am not worthy. God <laughs> killed this woman. This, I, don't, I was waiting for a punchline. It was just kind of like it had a great joke set up. I'm ready for a killer one. And it's like, aren't women stupid? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah, a lot of these are like, oh, this person was so dumb. Uh, and then it just like, it has like a moral afterwards. Yeah. Let me find one like that. Like, I didn't mark those ones because they weren't funny, but. Women can be so dumb. Am I right? You guys, <laughs> <laughs> whenever you're with a woman, keep in mind, she could be dumb at any moment. <laughs> Says I, placidious. <laughs> um, uh, a certain man, very like Augustus Caesar in appearance, came to Rome. When Augustus saw the young man, he asked him, was your mother ever in Rome? No, replied the young man, but my father was frequently. Okay. Didn't get, I didn't, I Augustus didn't. Caesar's father is this guy's dad. This guy's dad had sex with Augustus Caesar, Caesar's mother. Oh, my God. And, yeah. And they're half-brothers is the implication of this joke. Oh. These are really twisty jokes. This is the <laughs> most enduringly popular classical joke. Oh, let's Whoa. go. All right. I believe in this one. Oh, no, that that was the one I just read. Oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that one was bad. Uh, when someone said to Sandro Botticelli, I wish I had a hundred tongues, the painter replied, you wish for more tongues than you have twice as much as much tongue as you need. You should wish for some brain, you poor idiot, <laughs> since you don't have any at all. <laughs> so, that one's less of a joke and is more just really mean. Somebody um, just said they want a hundred tongues. <laughs> they're just trying to, they just want to dream about what it would be like to have a hundred tongues. <laughs> <laughs> you absolute fucking moron. I'm going to read, okay, I'm going to read this one and then there was one I wanted to say for last. Okay. Um, the Florentine Martino Dello Scarfa was unusually obese so that he couldn't see the lo those lower parts that are kept most covered. One day, while he was urinating, a, w a young boy stopped and had a good look. Martino said to the boy, If you can see him, say hello to him for me, for I haven't seen him in ten years. It's kind of good. Yeah. It's a little bit creepy of him to say that. To, I mean, the little boy's <laughs> asking for it, I suppose. <laughs> he was the one staring. Okay. Yeah. This is the last one. Uh, this one's a sexist one. 
No, let's go. We're gonna read it. All right, let's hit, let's hit this. In the village of Malls, about five miles from Chur, there was a certain woman who, although she was married, scorned matrimonial fidelity and had love affairs with other men. Her husband was upset by this, but for fear of seeming cruel, he abstained from punishing her as she deserved, and because it seemed more advisable, referred the matter to his father-in-law. He, however, although he acknowledged his daughter's guilt in order to soften his son-in-law's anger and his daughter's punishment, encouraged him to think carefully about it. He said that he was less upset by his daughter's behavior because she was doing these things in imitation of her mother and that she would abandon the practice in time. Her mother had behaved in just the same way in her youth, and when she reached the age of 60, she stopped, and certainly her daughter would do the same when she was 60. So the most dreaded punisher of all vices is time, which, in bringing death or some other infirmity, removes our stamina for sin. As a result, you do not abandon vices, but these same vices are forced to abandon you. But good people, through love of God, which is true virtue, and not through fear of death or any other, or, or of any other punishment, shudder at both sins and sinners. That's very that's Folks, a good. It's a good uh, little lesson there. That was the cream of the crop of Renaissance comedy. Wow, um, they yeah. were. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's be thankful that we live in an age um, that that doesn't have bad jokes. Yeah, everybody, everybody go pause. Uh, every, you know what? No, you don't get a pause. I was gonna say pause and say a prayer, but we're gonna do it with you. Everybody, put your hands together. Put your hands together. Close your eyes. Bow your head. Uh, say, you know what to do. Thank you, Father, for giving us all that in a glass of water. Episode five, mm-hmm. the Valentine's Day spectacular. Shit. Uh, God. Didn't like that. No. Let me try again. Uh, hey, what's up? What's up, Father? We're, we like all we like all the funny stuff you've been doing. Oh my God! Shit. Okay. I what happened? Segment. I'm sorry. What? God. What's that mean? It's uh, me, God. Oh my, I'm he's here. He, he's here. God. Thanks for all the joshins and jokes you've been doing lately. Ever since the Renaissance. Of course. I try to send as many funny natural disasters to Earth as I can. Oh, baby, those are the best. Yeah. Remember that tornado that threw up all those cows? <laughs> that was do me. Do I? Yeah. What, could, could, you do a, could you do a tsunami that only hits, like, Vatican City? Oh, yes. A, a, a Pope-exclusive tsunami. <laughs> yeah. That's going to hit inland Rome. Only. Okay, Trevor, I need you to help me with something. Okay. I have an excess of knowledge, Trevor. What should I do? Uh, well, you should pass that knowledge down to someone who needs some advice. That's a good idea. We got a, a email this week from Heidi from Newfoundland, Canada. Ooh. Uh, Heidi says, and this is pretty fucking wild. Okay. What do you do when your friend is blackmailing you into being their friend? Oh. And Heidi, I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you. We're gonna be doing lots of fucking hilarious bits and j- jokes and gaffes about this one. But this this is crazy. And what's I, I, what's going on over there? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Someone's yeah. blackmailing you into being their friend. Um, that implies that there's something Heidi did, mm-hmm. um, or some information that she does not want exposed. Yeah. Uh which isn't. No, nah, that's not good. To, 
to have, you know, to be in that position, certainly. Um, so number one advice is to live without sin. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> that's the first piece of advice. Nothing to be blackmailed. But it could also be like they kidnapped Heidi's dog and they said, I'll, I'm going to kill your dog unless you be my friend. It's less blackmail, more uh, violent demand. That's true. What do they do? Do you guys like hang out? And then in the back of your mind, you're like, I know that you're just, you're going to, you're going to release all of my, yeah, all of my fraudulent bank documents. Yeah. If, you, if I don't hang out with you and get ice cream with you on Saturday, <laughs> it's like, well, it doesn't seem like the most fun hangout sesh. No. Um, it also seems like the person blackmailing you probably just needs to like go to a bar or something. Yeah. People <laughs> tell, tell them to like join some sort of a local organization. Yeah. Okay. So. You tell them to join, a lo- but you can't reveal that you don't want to be their friend, or they're gonna they're gonna nuke you. Exactly, they're you, you have to stuff. you have to very subtly edge them towards like another group of people. Yeah, you could just be so unlikable that they don't want to, they wouldn't want to be your friend, and they're like, fine, take your, uh, take your fake dentist's, take this fake dentist certificate you made to show that you've been to the dentist when you hadn't. <laughs> Is that that's the bl- that's the blackmail? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She went to the dentist. <laughs> well, she didn't go to the dentist, but right. she had a job interview that required she go to the dentist, so she she bought one online. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I've been I've worked for so many companies where I I talked to one of the other employees and uh, their breath is just rancid. Um, yeah, and you're so, like, but they said, but th- we have a we have the dentist guarantee here. Yeah, and that was Heidi. And that was Heidi, and but she didn't actually she didn't actually go to the dentist. Yeah. She has gingivitis. She has a cavity in her upper right molar, um, and she she doesn't know it. She doesn't even really care. Okay, so Heidi, instead of asking why your friend would want to blackmail you into being their friend, you should really be asking, uh, what should I use to fill this cavity in my mouth? Okay. <laughs> the other option, okay, is. You need some reverse blackmail. You need to set up mutually Ah, assured destruction with this person. So what have they done? Maybe it's your teacher doing this to you. Mm -hmm. And they didn't, they haven't, they, uh. They have an, they have a, uh, they're an English teacher. mm -hmm. They have a manuscript they've written. Yep. Um, It's very sexual and it involves some of their students. Oh man! All you have to that, do if you can find that, that'd be perfect. It's I, game over. Game yeah, that over. Would, that's exactly what you need. Kind of weird that your teacher is blackmailing you into being your friend in the first place. I think it's you a, probably yeah. could uh could you know call the police or or some sort of protective service. Well, uh, for you, that, you'll but. never get there in time to stop them from releasing the dentist certificate. That's true. You could, okay. You trick your teacher who's blackmailing you into being their friend mm-hmm. into writing this. You write you. You ever seen Death Note? I've seen Death Note, yeah. You know when he gets the piece of paper mm-hmm. and he, he puts the the sleeve over it to just leave gaps and he's like, write the agent names here. And then he tricks the guy into writing their names in Death Note. Mm-hmm. You write this whole fan fiction with sex and, and gross stuff happening. And then you say, hey, teacher, I need the roster of our class. Could you write all of the students' names <laughs> in these holes? Then <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like, it's in it's in your teacher's handwriting. Yeah. You write down at the top of the page. It's uh, I would like to have sex with the following <laughs> students: semicolon, yeah, or just colon, or whatever it is. 
I don't know punctuation. Um, and then yeah, he write writes down all the names. Yes, Lucy, okay. Lassie, <laughs> Lucky, Lazarus, Lucius, Lucifer, Larry, Lawrence. <laughs> hey Heidi, what brings you into class this morning? You're here. Um, you're here. You're early. Hey, yeah. I just um, I was I wanted to bring in some cookies um for the class. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Yeah, and I was gonna have them like personalized. Um, I wanted oh, their names awesome. on each of the cookies. Yeah, to make sure everyone has like the same amount. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think I honestly. I don't think I know all of their names. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I get that. That's embarrassing for it's sure. It's a little awkward. Could you? Could you just write down on this on the slip of paper here? Oh, um, no problem. Thank you so much. You, oh, you left me a whole bunch of gaps. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure you had enough space, you know. Thanks. While I work on this, I just want you to remember what I have. Just don't, oh, yeah. Just, just yeah, don't, no. forget, don't forget who you're working for. No, you know? I, no, I got it. I got it in my... You almost done with that list there? Uh, Yep. That uh, yep. should do it. Okay. Folding it up in my pocket here. I'm just going right. to hold this dentist certificate in front of my 24 7 live stream camera that i could turn on with the push of a button hey do you have any uh do you have any envelopes got any envelopes oh you know it here's a here's an envelope oh that's perfect um do you have the address of our local paper perchance just just oh you know it that's where i'm sending this death certificate if you try anything funny but i know that you're just Oh, I'm mailing just... the cookie list to the cookie company so they yeah, can produce them. Here exactly. You, here you go. I I, was, I put I pre-stamped it for you. Thank you so much. Uh, well, I gotta I gotta go catch up on my uh, I'm all that reading you gave us to do. So uh, oh, I gotta because, go because we're friends. You're exempt. Oh, why don't we go get ice cream right now? You know I can't right now. Oh, I'm busy right now. Oh, you can't. I can't. Kid, you can't. I can't right now. You can't, huh? No, I can't right now huh. because I gotta go. I gotta go do something else. Interesting. Yeah. Let me get a look at those gums, Heidi. Um. Or did you forget? Okay, we can we can get ice cream. We can okay. get ice cream. It's okay. Thank you. Yeah. Here we go. Here we are at the ice cream parlor. <laughs> oh, hey, it's uh, ah, local. Ah. It's local news. Oh, my cavity. Ah. <laughs> Oh hey Heidi, look at that! It's the it's it's the editor in chief of our local paper sitting at the table across from us. Oh hi, Mr. Editor. Um, what uh, a hey. fitting name he has. Oh whoops! I I dropped a piece of paper there. Could you pick that up for me, Mr. Editor? Oh, not a problem, Miss. What the? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Is this what I think it is, Heidi? What what is what'd you give him there? What did, what'd you drop? It's over, Teach. The, it's over. Oh my God. This You're is going to jail. This is so fucked up, you guys. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, everybody in this basket, Robbins. Look at this. I'm going to be in jail forever. Well, that's all we have time for today on All That in a Glass of Water. Um, join us next week where we'll be lassoing some calves um, into the studio. That's right. And uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, YouTube. We're on YouTube now. We're on YouTube. Last week's episode on YouTube. Um, Where else are we? Uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that in a glass of water.com. Excellent. Uh, We are on most smart fridges. We come pre installed. That's right. Uh, 
if you have a Samsung fridge, um, we're we're in there. The That's two right. Two of us, little mini versions of us, and we'll we'll give you an episode of our podcast right there. Don't forget to uh, email us your questions at allthatandglasswater at gmail dot com. That's right. Uh, Heidi, you didn't give your Venmo. I understand. I was thinking about this. As people might think that's kind of like a scam <laughs> to, you know, two strangers are like, yeah, just put, uh, put this, put a way for us to transfer money between each other into an, into a scary, spooky email. It might be a little <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. But I, I promise it's just a dollar from me. So if you want that, put, throw it in there. If you don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah. We still got what? What was it? $10? You were giving yeah. Up? Uh, yeah. We're down to, we're down to nine. Let's, I dropped one. <laughs> I dropped one in the street. I forgot I dropped it. I was like, taking my keys out of my pocket. It fell out. All right. Uh, well, goodbye, everybody. Sleep type. Oh. Don't go look for 19-year-old milfs. That'd be weird of you to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can make some 19-year-old milfs, though. What?